Hey, welcome to the Apologetic Fun in 10 podcast. Alex Davis here, and you've decided to join me on an incredible journey where we sit and defend the gospel against false beliefs in the world today. I'm currently pursuing my master's in Christian apologetics at OBU University, and you are about to have a bunch of fun learning how to defend and know the truth of the gospel. Let's go ahead and get started, my friends. Well, pals, you've decided to check out this episode, and I'm so excited, as per usual. Today, as you now know, is about the false teaching of that you are David. Today, we're going to be talking about what in the world that means. Who is David, and why do people think that they are David, particularly This is going to be a 10-minute episode on what this overarching theme is of people finding themselves thinking and believing that scripture is about us and scripture isn't about us. I know you may think it might be. And for a time, I thought it was, in a sense, I've believed that scripture was a guidebook for my life, but it's, it's not. The scripture is not a guidebook. Scripture is a beautiful depiction of our Lord, our Savior, our Creator, and pointing us to live a life for Him. Scripture is about God. So what is this ideal that we are David? I'm not going to pinpoint specific names, but there are pastors and leaders in this faith, um, in the Christian faith, that are speaking a message that we are David, specifically. There could be other people in scripture that they say you are Moses or or whatever that might be. But guys, we are being seen through these pastors and these leaders' eyes in this lens of what they've done, we can do. Where they've gone, we can go. And it if you step away That is encouraging. It's nice to be able to say and look at scripture and say, well, sure, like if David can do it, I can do it. David in scripture, uh, as we know, he slayed (laughs) Goliath. He went to war and chopped off that dude's head. He literally threw a pebble And that pebble went into the head of Goliath. He did what no other man was willing to do through the glory and the mighty power of God. So there's a a really good book, I will say, by Louis Giglio. I just lost the title of the book. It just left my brain, but I'll put it in the info of this episode. But he talks about, oh, yeah, it's defeating Goliath, something like that. But uh, he talks greatly about 
how we are not David in this story. It's actually God. (laughs) God, okay, I'm not saying David is God. That's not what I'm saying because this is a real story. But in this imagery of the story, God is David. God is literally slaying our giants. He is slaying the enemy. That is the giant. That is Satan. Satan is the enemy. That is the warfare. That is the one coming at you. That is the one that is literally fighting, gnashing his teeth, wanting you to fall on your face. There's even a really good sermon clip by Pastor Matt Chandler, a really good sermon about him discussing how we are not David. Your trouble in life is not Goliath. We are not David. It is not the troubles, the hardships, the pains in our life that is represented as Goliath. Scripture is not about us. So what is the problem if we look at scripture and we see it as about us? Well, number one problem is this happens when we as Christians and non-Christians looking at scripture, we immediately go to the application of the text before we look at the context of the text. Who are these people? What is the culture going on in this context? Why are they doing this? Why are they speaking in this way? What is going on? Who was, if it's a letter, who is it written to? You know, who are the recipients? Who is the author? What is the author thinking? We just immediately go to, Wow, okay, I want to apply this to my life. I'm going to read scripture and only let it sit with me if it relates to what I'm going through. That is not good. That is looking at scripture as it is written about us and only for us. Scripture is written to direct our lives to sanctification, to the recognition of our need for repentance and for the need for us to bow our hearts and lives to the glory of God. So let's read some scripture. I think that I think that sounds pretty good. <laughs> um, we have 2 Timothy 3.16, one of my favorites. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. We see that all scripture is breathed out by God profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Does it say that scripture is breathed out by God, written about man? No, it's profitable for teaching. For teaching what? The gospel. For teaching what? About God. For teaching what? That we need our saving grace-giving Father for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. Why do we need reproof, correction, and training in righteousness? To become more like God. To be more like our creator. Will we get there? Will we be 100% like him? No. Scripture is breathed out by God. 
2 Peter 1.20, knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. How do we comprehend this? If scripture is breathed out by God, scripture comes from not someone's own interpretation, but it is written through the Holy Spirit's guidance. If it is written through the Holy Spirit's guidance and it is written as instruction so that we might teach, be corrected, be convicted, be sanctified through truth and the truth of the word, How do we walk in comprehension of this? How do we find a grasp on the fact that if scripture is before us, sitting as the breath, literal breath of God on these pages before us, written through, yes, the hand of man, but is Holy Spirit inspired? How can we sit in the belief that it is all about us. We can't. Because God has been around a lot longer than you and I. He just so happens to love us despite every time we fall on our face. How can scripture be all about us? How can we be the David if we are constantly failing God, but he keeps grasping us in his arms and saying, come back, child, I take you back. Scripture is about God. Scripture always points to the gospel message. Every book of the Bible, even Esther. I hope you can walk away from this episode feeling excited and wanting to delve into the scriptures even more. I encourage you to just look at scripture in a way of wanting to know the context before delving into the application of how does this relate to me. But first of all, how does it look at the time of this writing? What is the context? What is What are the authors thinking? I love you, friend. Thank you so much for joining. And I pray that you walk in an attitude of humility and excitement for what the gospel can do around you. Please feel free to go to the info in this episode to delve into any of the resources I have there to further your understanding. I love ya. See you next Friday.